rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What the hell is going on and where have you been? All right. I don't know. That's what I feel like saying. Where have I been? I, I, God, who knows? Listen up, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. What's happening? This is unapologetic liberal talk on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, humanity, America. I mean, it's really kind of depressing, though, because, all right, we're, I'm in my living room. You know what I mean? And I need, I need a paint. The, the whole damn thing needs a paint job. I get it. I keep getting contacted about the CDs on the wall. <laughs> I have to paint the wall. What do you want me to do? You want to you want to help? Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And that will help. Well, you know, hey, hey, whatever. Who cares? Um, we have more important things to worry about, like the decline of Western civilization. Oh, won't it? Well, the Western civilization will be here. It will Whether it will be the kind of civilization that works for more than just the 1%, uh, more will be revealed on that because this is what we're up against. We're um, we're in big trouble, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and if there's no accountability, this is what we want. I wanted to talk about tonight. There's, and it's also why we need a daily show at a set time because there's there's so much work to do <laughs> to get this country back, and it starts with getting the message out, the unapologetic liberal message. And yeah, that's it. So we don't have big billionaire benefactors. We don't have Mike Lindell. We're not um, like Diamond and Silk. I, I, it, 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 it chaffs me, frankly. It sticks in my craw, the likes of Diamond and Silk and Tommy Lauren, all of them. I can't stand them. Not because they suck. Yes. They're fascists, they're freaks, they're disgusting, they're un-American, they're anti-American, but they're well-funded by billionaires. And that pisses me off because the dum-dums will fall for it all the time. Just keep churning out the old kiss-up, kick-down message, tickle those racist funny bones, and they got the recipe for, um, for oligarchy, and they just rinse and repeat it through generations so all right become a patron that's that was very loud in my headset was that too loud you guys can hear me right uh become a patron at patreon.com slash tara devlin and what else uh we're on rockfin which is another independent network where you could be become a premium men member and you can get all other, ind uh, well, independent, yes, and uh, original content from all kinds of people. Who's on there? Jimmy Dore, uh, Ron Placone, me. Uh, who else is on there? Well, uh, Lee Camp. Hey, all right. Uh, what else? Who? Are, where else am I? I'm on um, FYI Nation. Thank you, Lee, in New York City. Lee says, I'm being heard loud and clear. Thank you, guys, because you guys are the producers. <laughs> this is our show. So thank you. And 
what uh, who where else oh yeah verdant square radio if you haven't checked that out i i suggest doing i don't know if you're like me i i i can't just sit still and i don't know i just can't sit around watching tv or whatever even if i'm watching tv i have to usually be doing something else it's i it's pathological i need to relax because I, I walk that fine line too i I don't know if it's a fine line, though. I, I don't know if I'm very successful at it because if I, if I, because every now and then I'll take a day. I'll say, ah, uh, just today, I'm uh, I'm unplugging. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna relax. I'm gonna lay on the couch. I'm gonna veg out. But by the end of the day, I get very depressed in my brain. So I have to find that that balance. Because by the end of the day, I'm like, I just wasted another day. I, w- I wasted a day of my life that I'll never get back. And I get depressed about that because we're living in this blip of time together. And that's it. I'll be sleeping a long, long time one day. So in the meantime, we have a lot of work to do. And what's the meaning of life? That's another thing we talk about on this show. Uh, and it's also why the Republicans are well, conservatives, let's say. They're on the wrong side of humanity. Because what's the meaning of life? The meaning of life is community. Where is connection? Everything that we do as human beings is, is about that. It's about security and connection and love. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. And... You never hear anybody on their deathbed screaming about... Well, you might hear Twitler um, screaming about some uh, some money, something he left, some, some money he left in somebody else's pocket somehow. So, uh, but normal people don't... They don't lament the... Uh, in the later half or whatever, in their life, when their life is coming to a close... They're fortunate enough to have lived a long life. No one looks back and says, uh, gee, I wish I had made, I wish I had siphoned some more Trump network vitamins, um, some, some of that good scam money out of those Social Security recipients' pockets. Who says that? Who does that? Six, nobody except the sick people and that's why you don't want to you don't want to follow sickness like the other day when we were, were on the chat we had a and well i have a stalker i have whatever it's it comes with the territory um i get a lot of right wing not a lot a, a fair share of right wingers flipping out um well that's what they do but He joined us. I I was ignoring him on Rockfin. There's a lot of right-wingers on Rockfin, I have to warn you. And so he came over to YouTube with with the community. And he started talking about Ayn Rand. And I could have said, please, we knew. Who, Who follows a sociopath? Who... But everything that that Anne Rand and everything that this person was talking about, it's just the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. And that's not humanity. That's why we will win, because human beings aren't wired for that. We're wired for community and connection and to be 
compassionate. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, we have. We're very devolved. We have a lot of work we need to do, but not everybody. You know, there's a lot of sick people in this world. So, uh, what, what am I saying? Oh my, I'm just got. I just got incredibly distracted because I saw the super chat. First of all, Jim, yes, thank you so much for your super chat. As always, comes right to the show, puts the cover charge on the table. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you, JD, for your super chat. I like ritual involved in playing music and whole albums. Okay, that's inc- that's uh, random. Thank you for sharing. Uh, oh, is that the music behind me? I don't know what you're talking about, but all right. And Jeffrey the giraffe, we know Jeffrey, and also his uh, his handler, Joey. Thank you so much, guys, for your incredible and incredibly generous super chat and your undying support and your pep talks too. I need those; those are invaluable as well. So. And also, oh, you reminded me, if you're a regular supporter, send me an email at tarabuster, what, what's the email? Tarabustermedia at gmail.com. And, and I need your address because I'd like to send you a mug, a Tarabuster mug. All right. So even if you're not a patron or a financial supporter you and if you're a regular supporter you support in many other ways so i want to i want to say thanks cuz yeah yeah we need we need each other jeffrey giraffe says we love you i love you i don't know what i'd do without you guys all of you jeffrey joey jim lee jd robin Richard W. Uh oh, making room over here because guess who's coming? Guess who's coming to coming to the show? Who else is here? Luther, nice to see you. Ed, the first, of course. Nice to see you guys. If you're on any other channel or JD, yes. If you're on another channel, come to youtubecom slash c for channel slash Tarabuster. Okay, let's get into it. What? Oh. Perfect timing for me to drink out of my Tarabuster mug. Did you see that? He just pushed on my mug while I was drinking it. That's just the cat way. All right. Um, right before... This is this is what's so, so... There's so many tragic things about this country that... Of course, in retrospect, when you look back through history, you're like, God damn it. If you we had only done this instead of that. And and as I'm not a I'm not an official historian, but history is one of my passions, really. It's my it's a it's something I've enjoyed and loved and studied since I was a kid. And if I if I could do uh, if I had if I was a an infinite being, I suppose. That's one of the things I would do is I would study history. I would love to do that and teach history and just sit around and discuss. I never understood why people didn't like history. Other kids didn't like history. It was always, to me, it's 
stories of people. And it was like going to the movie. So the teacher would tell a story about what went, what happened. It was, for me, it was incredibly interesting. But, um, so one of the things that I have come to the conclusion, and we talk about on the show, and, we sh- and I've been sharing it with you, is that throughout our history, uh, which is incredibly short, we've, how old is this country? 200 and something, well, it's, uh, I was a kid when we had the bicentennial, so 200 and, what is it? I don't even know. Off the top of my head, 260 or 40? How many years? How old is America? Tariff, if you could move over, please. I can type. How I could? This is a. This could be a question for Siri. That really. Hey Siri. How old is the United States of America? The answer I found is 244 years. It's 244. That's what I thought. Not 60. What am I talking about? I'm not 60 years old, but yet, one day at a time, if I'm fortunate, right? Right? That's it. People say, I don't like getting old, but well, what's the alternative? Huh? All right. We got a lot of work to do. Let's focus. So um, one of the things that I've, the more I learn and the more I study history and learn about history and different aspects of history and American history as well, I, I well, especially American history and what, for what we're talking about, the we have been entirely too generous and um, courteous to to conservatives. This is the the, the if the original sin is is well, it's racism and genocide. That's the original sin of this country. But it's also our naivete, or I don't know how else would you put it. All throughout our history, we have periods, um, we've had to endure, it's not even periods, the the conservatives of this country have terrorized this country from its inception. They don't want a democracy, that is the bottom line. And thinking about the Civil War, the Civil War is all, so it was over in 1865, so it's not that long ago. A hundred and how many years? I don't, I'm not good at math, as you can tell. But not that long ago, the Civil War, we fought a war against these filthy fascist traitors who took up arms against their fellow Americans, as they do, as they always do, because they can't function in a free democratic society, especially a multiracial democratic society. They can't handle it. That was the entire reason for having a civil war, for them firing on Fort Sumter, because they couldn't stand the the notion that that people couldn't own other human beings. That's what it was about. That's why they, they seceded. But I know that they spend, and as we see, What's happening with the January 6th traitors, they, then they spend the, the preceding years and months and years and days and sucking all the energy out of my life, rewriting history as they're doing with January 6th. So they did, they've, they've been doing it with the Civil War. 
rewriting history, but turning their their disgusting um, desire to own other human beings into the lost cause oh, about states' rights and freedom. Freedom for whom? Really? Uh, so the more I think about the Civil War, so think about General Grant, right? So U.S. Grant, Ulysses S. Grant, they called him Unconditional Surrender Grant. That's what the, uh, he, uh, that moniker, he was, um, he was bestowed with that moniker, Unconditional Surrender Grant. But then at the end of the war, when he, Lee surrendered to him, to Grant at Appomattox, and uh, was it Appomattox? Where did they surrender? Anyway, it's, you know what I'm saying. He allowed, the, the terms were so generous for the traitors that they, were, they, they themselves were surprised. They should have, because, because the, as much as Grant was a, um, he reviled the, the Southern quote-unquote cause. He reviled the Southerners for, for rebelling against the United States. These were uh, people who had grandparents who had fought in the Revolutionary War. So to take up arms against the government that the founders, some of them whom they had directly had um, co direct connection with, that the founders fought a revolution to, to um, entrust to them that that was repugnant to many Americans and General Grant. But when they, when Lee surrendered, um, they should have put him in goddamn shackles. He should have been executed. And the rest of the traitors, they were allowed to go home with their horses and their sidearms. No harm, no foul. So they went home. And less, what was it, less than a week or maybe a week later? What happened? It, um, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. So they're not kidding around, and we're playing nice with them. Just like back then. It never stops. Because we, as normal, decent people who have the ability to function in a, in a democracy and want a functioning democracy, we're like, okay, let's reach across the aisle. So that's what happened when Grant reached across the aisle and said, look, we're going to be, um, well, we're all going to be Americans again, right? We're all going to be um, fellow countrymen again. So... But you can't, there, there can be no moving forward without accountability. So as far as the Civil War, we're still in the Civil War. It's never stopped. And the Republicans, the concern, well, they were the, the Republicans, the Republicans of the 1860s, or the 18... Uh, well, here comes the music, but they were a progressive antidote or answer to the entrenched Democratic Party. I'll be right back. So the Republicans of the 
of a hundred and something years ago, they were the progressives. We know that. So the republic, the republicans of today, that's too much. I don't know something about they're they, they're 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 just not that smart. So you can you can call you can give them a a um, a shite sandwich and call it um, delicious. Call it Trump steaks and they'll gobble it up. So it doesn't matter what's in it. It's just what you're calling it, apparently. But anyway, so when you think about how the 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 northerners the the union tried they bent over backwards in the beginning to to try to um bring these pricks back into the fold by allowing them to go home just go home now they should they should have put them in jail lee should have been executed but uh, instead they assassinate Abraham Lincoln putting Johnson making Johnson the vice president the uh, an avowed racist another one you see there there again another compromise with snakes that's what a- Abraham Lincoln did he his team of rivals putting a um, a a disgusting racist in the position of vice president one heartbeat away and that's what began the uh, the the end of Reconstruction. That was it. That was it. And we're still we're living in the consequences of those actions. That's the problem. We always we have to pay for the consequences of the inaction of 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 not um, of unaccountability. That's it. So what do we? When I think about what's going to happen with um, with this country, and I'm not, I'm really not, um, I'm not optimistic. I, I, the country will survive. The, we will have a country. We'll have the flag. You can wave the flag. You'll have your stars and your these colors don't run T-shirts and all that. But we won't have a a a functioning constitutionally limited democratic republic it will be a it'll be an oligarchy and um so i when i think about the mistakes that are being made now we we have to believe them when people show you who they are believe them we hear this i say it you say it maya angelou said it so, are we going to believe? What, what are we doing? There has to be accountability. But yet again, whenever we, whatever, whatever the crime, the Republicans get away with it. And you see what's happening. They're not coming to the table. They're not, because they don't have an interest. They have no interest in a functioning democracy. Haven't we been paying attention for the last 244 years? God damn it. Really. This isn't nothing new. But the problem is the American people are ignorant and stupid and all of the above. A lot of them. This is why they hate public education. They hate. They don't want to hear this. They don't want to be taught the, the, the thing that's so vile 
on top of everything else, the, right now, all over the country, passing laws against teaching critical race theory, which is something they couldn't even explain if, if Twitler's life depended on it. Tell me what critical race... It's just a buzzword to them. These are people who are falling down a cue hole. They're sticking goddamn keys to their foreheads. And they're, uh, and they're, they're, they're embarrassing. They would merely be embarrassing if they weren't so goddamn dangerous. But they're, they're dangerous. And it's... it's it's not, um, it's not equal. Being a dangerous, um, low-information, dum-dum member of a cult, you don't have, we don't have to, uh, we don't have to be, um, we don't have to respect that. <laughs> That's another thing that drives me insane, is that it's like the, the corporate media and, um, well, it really is the corporate media that spreads this BS of uh, giving the the traitors, the, just treating them as if they are sincere. Do you, re- like, for example, um, Bill Barr is now, well, it's coming out that, of course, Twitler is a, it's a crime spree. The last four years was a crime spree. They, it's a crime family. Trump crime family, the whole thing, they're disgusting. So they use, he, of course, he's going to use the power of government to go after a co-equal branch of that government to spy. Remember how, oh, everybody was supposed to be spying, Obama was supposed to be spying on him, spying on his campaign. Why would anybody want to spy on him? He's got, what is he saying? What is, except he's a traitor. Maybe that's the only reason you would spy on him to see how many, how much treason he's committing by the minute. But it's not like he's some genius. What are you going to spy on him? So he could watch him pick out swatches? That's all he did at the, at his, at his shitty bullshit business. He looked at swatches all day. That's what people on the inside say. He he sucks at business. It's a it, the whole thing is a ruse. So not but 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 they were actually spying on members of Congress, a co-equal branch of government. And is this going to be just nothing? It's, it's like pile it on, pile on the rest of the crimes. Oh, witch hunt, witch hunt, witch hunt. Right. This is. This is why we, <laughs> what we're doing, I, I know, I'm sorry, I have to say it again. Th- this is it. It is vital. If we don't get this word out, we're done. Because you're not going to hear this on um, MSNBC. They're too busy going, do you think Bill Barr is sincere when he says he didn't know that uh, that, that they were that they were spying on members, Democratic members of Congress. You think he's sincere? Are you kidding me? When will there be accountability for the crimes, the conservative crimes that we've had to endure in this country? Not, and it's I, I, I say that living 
in this skin. You ima- I, I, I can't imagine. Well, I can't. Well, I can only imagine. What? I. Uh, what? What? How? How? It's what it's like to live in a country with as someone with darker pigment watching the same old scams being run on your fellow Americans and them falling forward every goddamn time because they're just that damn dumb. And, of course, they're dumb. I mean, look at who they sent to Congress. We played the, the clip the other day. I'm sure you've heard of all over the Internet. Louis Gohmert talking about the cure for climate change. I, I like to really look into that. Can we look into that uh, changing the orbit of Earth? I, who the... Where... Is this real life? Am, 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 really? That's what I keep saying. Am I really here? Is this for real? And then it, the... It's heartbreaking. It's just incredibly heartbreaking. All of the the... The stupid is it spreads like wildfire, and the remedies that we need are so far out of reach. Right? All we got to do, but all of the things that we we must do. It's not um, just nice and right and progress. It's not progressive. It's not just about pro- being progressive. It's about saving this country. Finishing the job of the friggin' American Revolution and and finishing the job of Reconstruction, which was completely abandoned. And I I can't just think about the 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 decades of domestic terrorism that our fellow Americans had to endure while the apparatus of government looked the other way. It's disgusting. So, and they are. That's who they are. So we better believe them. Just like when we should, I mean, Grant should have slapped that traitor in goddamn irons and and took him away to face accountability. And the rest of the traitors, why are you giving him, letting him have his sidearm and his horse? Get the F out of here. They killed half a million Americans because they couldn't help but be the racist pricks they are. That's what it's about. Um, accountability. W- will there be Accountability. For the filthy fascist traitors? Tom Harmon wrote, Donald Trump must be prosecuted for his crimes. Let me see. Is my audio up? Okay. Holding Trump and William Barr to account is not a matter of political payback. This is about the future of the republic. Honore, I don't know if I'm, if I'm pronouncing this correctly. You know I have problems with names and words sometimes. Honore de Balzac. All right, I can't. I suck at French and and words sometimes. Behind, uh, okay, Honore de Balzac said, "Behind every great fortune lies a great crime." Apparently, there are multiple crimes behind the Trump fortune, stretching all the way back to his stealing 
most of his initial wealth from other members of his family, as his niece Mary Trump is alleging in a lawsuit. And he's and we've read, I'm sure if you've read them, the stories of, I mean, he's just a scumbag, just a waste of human DNA, a slime bucket, a parasite of the epic, of the most epic order, just a, a rapacious suck sucking parasite with no feelings or no no emotions that which makes him a sick prick and and should be separated from the herd but he's um he's elevated to some godly status with the america's morons but anyway but the crimes of trump we should all concern ourselves with are his crimes against our nation and our democracy itself not only is there little evidence that anybody, including the Justice Department, is interested in pursuing these crimes, but Republicans in state after state are going out of their way to facilitate future pol um, political cr criminal activity. America has always had a weird attitude about prosecuting the rich and powerful. Think about it. Outside of Jeffrey Epstein, can you name one billionaire or multi-hundred millionaire who's been seriously prosecuted for criminal activity i don't know can anybody i can't people will say bernie madoff he was he was prosecuted he was a grifter but he was prosecuted for because he stole from the rich so Anybody else? What about all of the, the crimes when Obama took office? Not a single bankster who crashed the economy went to jail, unlike in uh, other countries. In um, Iceland, they sent their banksters to jail, and uh, lo and behold, they had an, an amazing recovery from there, from the from the um, Great Recession, the near-Republican Great Depression, too. So Tom Hartman continues, and Epstein, after initially being convinced some years ago, was treated... Oh, convicted, excuse me. What the hell's wrong with me? Uh, after initially being convicted some years ago, was treated in a hands-off fashion and allowed to continue his crimes with the support of some very consequential politicians and Florida prosecutors at least until he was shut up for good. While there's certain um, immunity available to the very wealthy people all over the world, both because they can afford the very best legal help and they have politicians in debt to them, other countries still manage to prosecute their rich and powerful citizens. France's President Sarkozy was recently convicted of bribery. And Israel's Netanyahu is under indictment for crimes that could land him in prison for years. Well, of course, he's pulling, he's playing the Trump card, literally, like the rest of the world's disgusting bottom feeders. They're following Twitler's example, and that should concern everyone. Because it's like when you're a kid, it could, you, that's, remember, okay, remember when um, Clinton during the Clinton impeachment when the Republicans would say, what about the children? This isn't about a blowjob. This is about the... Well, they didn't say that. Well, they said, this isn't about uh, indis sexual indiscretion. This is about the, ch the uh, rule of law. That was one thing. And what will we say to our children when they say, mommy, 
Why is Clinton being being impeached? Now I have to discuss oral sex with my child. I remember these uh, the the frantic and teary eyed Republicans on whatever the media du jour of the, um, that I can't. But I remember them saying. Uh, what am I going to say to little Sally when she wants to know why? What ha- What about the children? Well, what about the children now? I mean, they don't, anyway, whatever. Okay. Israel Netanyahu is under indictment for crimes that could land him in prison for years. Neither of those democracies are trembling under the weight of this. And I argue that we're not prosecuting these wealthy criminals because we're already done here we're done it's not a functioning democracy in france they're still holding on and they understand their citizens aren't dummies well not that they don't have dummies among them but they're not dumb dumbs like us here in the united states of serfs and lords being stupid is that's what they they equate with freedom being stupid is the Republican birthright. Never, don't ever threaten them with a new thought or an additional or, or the truth. Don't threaten them with the truth. They're not going to hear it. Critical race theory. Oh, my God. They, they can't even discuss it. If it's so wrong, then discuss it. What are you, what are you so afraid of? Well, oh, they're filthy fascists. That's right. I forgot. Well, no, I didn't forget, but... Okay. Neither of those democracies are trembling under the weight of this. Donald Trump brought criminals and fascists like Paul Manafort and Michael Flynn into the heart of our political system, and grifters and con artists like Betsy DeVos, Elaine Chao, and Wilbur Ross into the White House itself. It was... It's a uh, fire sale of corruption, smash and grab, corruption. All of them, you, every single, uh, all these examples, every, just pick an example, throw a dart and pick an example. Every single Republican, there is not a single one that is in government to, to help people. To make government stronger, better, work for all. No, 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 no. They're in government to ensure that you don't, that, that it stays dead. That it stays down, stays in its place. You can go through the pantomime of government, but don't think that you have any real power here because... When the, the, there is no equal justice under law, when the rich can just get, keep on getting richer and despite their crimes, there's no accountability. How is this even possible? This is only possible in a country that's not functioning. So I argue... We're already there. We, we are already past the point. I don't know about the point of no return. We're past the point of functioning. We're not functioning. We've never functioned as a, as a democracy, as, a, as especially a multiracial democracy. No, no, no. We've never functioned that way. So 
every every little um every little assault whether it's the the it doesn't have to be a killer blow but after a while you're gonna die if somebody keeps nicking at you and that's what they've done every little nick we've had to pay for and i think about the civil war how the the process the the whole project of reconstruction there it could have worked but it had to be done forcefully there had to be accountability but th- there was no stomach for it there's too much um there's too much graciousness there's too much um hoping the best hoping for the best in these people when they show us nothing but the worst what is the the fact that they took up arms and fired on their fellow Americans because they they couldn't let go of their human property and it wasn't that no and nobody was taking it from them at the time it was that they didn't they knew that the writing was on the wall so in the United States because of all the compromises to the disgusting racists who wanted to keep their human property we it was um slave states free every when new states were being admitted into the union they there was um had to be balanced one would be a slave state another would be a free state that's how we um how we helped <laughs> well our ancestors helped uh d- bring us to this point (laughs) Jesus Christ compromising with with snakes you don't you don't compromise with snakes you don't compromise with evil you don't compromise with with fascists who have no interest in democracy if these are people that are willing to commit violence against their fellow Americans they're not willing to um, adjust or evolve or or participate in democracy and and take their their concerns to the ballot box. They're not willing to do that. They never have been. They've always been quick to go to violence. See, the other thing about democracy, as we've seen in the past few years, is that it takes. And well, in all the other democracies that have died, it takes an agreement. Everything that we're that we do, all our founding documents, um, the laws of this country, they all operate on agreement. And if there's um, people in the halls of power that don't agree, they don't want to. That they they don't when when the a law is passed. Oh well, well, I'm just not going to follow it. Then. And then there's no accountability, then what is the point? There is, the whole system breaks down. So democracy only survives on an agreement. And when you, when you cross those lines and there's no accountability, there's no going back. So we've discussed the end of the Roman Republic, the same thing there. They had, that's what so, that really concerns me because to me, that's one of the blaring 
similarities of what we're going through because it doesn't die overnight. And the Roman Republic had, they had an over 400 year history of a republic. So just to think that our measly 244 years where we're not um, told every day. See, the, the Roman people had the a hatred for monarchy. It was instilled in them. And we don't have that here. It's not even about monarchy. It's about wealth in this country. See, the, we, we, we will not have an, a king. We won't have a king or a queen, maybe not in our lifetime, right overnight. No. But we do have the economic royalists and the American people. They haven't been taught that it's, um, it's not about darker pigment versus lighter pigment or vice versa. It's about the, um, the, the rich against the rest of us. They haven't been taught that. They've been taught through the, the nonstop propaganda networks, the, the billionaire-funded propaganda networks. We should call them the economic royalist-funded propaganda networks. Uh, that they've been taught that the, that being a businessman, being a billionaire, that that's the pinnacle of all human creation. That you're the 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 best you can do. It's the you're the shi- you are the shining city on the hill. You're the example, and maybe you too, maybe you too, sucker, can be um, a billionaire one day if you drive your Uber or your um do your door dash and your side hustle and it, but the the american people have been propagandized to to believe that the rich are just uh, they aren't they so um wonderful ben oh that's freedom they but it's if they're not um paying taxes and they're um we're, and and we, in order to have a functioning, let's say, school system or hospital system, we have to go beg or, or help hope for a rich benefactor to, to have uh, a benevolent rich benefactor to trickle some, some books on us or some, or some health care. This is not a this is not a functioning democracy. It's not. It's already past the point of, I don't know, is it no return? It only, we will only get it back when we, when we recognize the problem. And it's like the first step in recovery is realizing you're, you have a problem, is admitting you have a problem. Our problem is, it's so deep and so ingrained with um, all of the, I mean, just this um, sucking up to the rich where we have, I, and I'm sure you know people too who've said the same things. Oh, uh, I never had a rich person give me a job or whatever. I mean, a, a poor person give me a job. Is a, they have it completely backwards. There are only so many uh, trickles so many jobs. The the reason we I don't care how if you're I mean the whole I don't want to get into supply side economics because that's a whole ruse. It's a whole that's a scam. But the whole thing is a scam. 
and it's meant to keep us um it, i guess keep us keep us docile while the rich get richer and the working class become the more malleable working poor and democracy slips away forever and ever and like i've said on the show we talk about it in ancient rome in the roman empire right until the end of the roman empire they had elections too they had local elections they would they ran for people would run for elections and if you go back in time and ask them are you uh, um are you living in a republic or are you living in a intergenerational monarchy or whatever? Are you living in, in, in um, uh, well, just ask them if they're living in a republic. They would answer yes, because that's what they thought. Only It was only 200 years later after the death of Augustus where the Roman historians themselves started to uh, identify him as the first Roman emperor. They would never call him that to his face. So the same thing is going on here. Yeah, um, that's why the Republicans are so busy dismantling democracy. And what will happen when, when, not, when, when, they, when they're successful? See, they're, they want their dummies as dumb as they can get. I mean, it's just so unfathomable to me these people that are so um they're so activated by conspiracies but yet they don't see the oldest conspiracy that it's it's not unfolding right before them it's it's always been here that's the conspiracy it's the rich against the rest of us it's the kiss up kick down i got mine Serfs and lords, concentrated wealth and power. It's the same old story. It's the, it's the story of Western civilization. This country, the United States, was supposed to be an antidote to that. And that's why we have to, what we're doing is so important. Because we have to, we have to educate people. Taxing the rich is not just a nice or fair or convenient thing to do. It's a patriotic imperative. Why? Because we, can, we can't have a democracy and an, oligarch, and an oligarchy at the same time. We can't have you, as Justice Louis Brandeis said, you have to make your choice, democracy or concentrated wealth. You can't have both. Oh, yeah, people used to. Well, maybe not all of us, but people used to understand what we were up against. And the thing about France, yes, of course, the, the Sarkozy was held accountable for t taking bribes because they're not that f as far gone as we are. The, the people in France understand, and I've told you stories before about... Um, I remember working at a TV station and one day they came in and they said to the staff, yeah, I was only a freelancer. See, that's the new thing. That's the new uh, normal here in the United States of serfs and lords. So the rich can get richer and they don't have to 
pay benefits or not or anything. So the they came in and they told all the they brought all the staff people into a room and they said you're all fired and now you're all hired at um as freelancers so people who had worked there 20 years might have been ready for retirement that's it it's all done we're winding it down everybody's a freelancer now and people were crying people were upset but guess what everybody went back to work the next day and i remember i was like yeah i was a freelancer so and i said to somebody said to me well one of the bosses i was in the bathroom and she came in and she's like "Uh, what's the matter i was like this is upsetting uh what's going on and she goes what do you care it doesn't it doesn't affect you that's what she said to me i was like of course it affects me but that's the attitude Well, I got mine, right? It doesn't affect me. Why should I care? This is how they get us. That's divide and conquer, right? So the, I was telling my friend who is who is an American citizen, but he 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 he's a he's French as well. He's he just got his citizenship recently. I don't know why, frankly, but I guess he's a dual citizen. Whatever, it doesn't matter. And I was telling him that <laughs> about what happened and. He said that would never happen in France because the day that that they tried that, if they brought everybody into rooms, they were like, oh, you're all fired. Now you're all hired as freelancers. They that would have the whole TV station would have shut down and then they all would have went into the streets. And when they told the truck drivers what happened, the trucks would have stopped and the the local stores would have shuttered and everyone, the whole thing would have, everybody would have just shut down. And that would have been that. So that's why they do it to us. The divide and conquer it never fails. Keep people stupid. Keep them divided, especially along racial lines. Keep them ignorant keep flooding their their low information eagerly stupid brains with with bullshit and also devalue truth that's another thing devalue truth so when they stumble into this show and they'll they'll say things like oh fake news or yeah liar or um like uh, roman the 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 well the stalker who um, so also very abusive he, well, debate me that's the thing that he was saying I want to call in debate me one of these debate me bros I I'm not debating morons I don't have time we have too much work to do somebody who's uh, who thinks that Anne Rand is somehow is the sociopath Anne Rand is is a somebody that you want to frame a whole system of government around okay that's somebody that's that's a lost cause but there are this is what we're up against i hope i'm making sense i'm sharing this because this is what goes on in my mind all day i'm like we're done we're damn done and it's it's sad 
we had such potential. We have perfectly decent founding documents. I mean, we were one of the only, if I'm not mistaken, the only founding documents that talk about happiness, the pursuit of happiness. It talks about, which may, what, what does that say? The pursuit of happiness. It says that who the, that the, the our documents recognize our basic humanity and from there we can build everything else and also happiness and the general welfare we the people does it have to be bullshit all the time you know uh, they say the same thing in the in the Democratic People's Republic of North Korea. There, there's nothing democratic about that. So we have so much potential, but they have, they really have, um, they really have effed us. And the other thing is, aren't they, I mean, how much money do you need that's how disgusting the the whole thing is with um, the uh, america and greed making billionaires we should all be ashamed there should be no there should be nothing called uh, no such thing as a billionaire all right oh it's unfair freedom 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 bullshit because if let him let him go, and this is what I was saying the other day with this Roman asshole, he was like, how uh, he's all in, he loves Ayn Rand and uh, freedom and all this freedom. Then fuck off and be free. What are you doing in our civilization? Sucking on the civilization that you love, that you want, that you want all the benefits of, but none of the responsibilities. Just, you want to be able to eat food that's been inspected and you want to turn on a water faucet and have nice water come out and not have explosive diarrhea from drinking it or get parasites because you live in a civilization with other people. You didn't build that. That was there before you were born. We were all in this together. Other people, because we're in this together. You know, some people do this. Some people lay the pipe. Some people... Do, I mean, we're, we're all... We all have value. There should be no no son of a bitch on the top of the heap sucking it up all the resources so the rest of us can uh, fight over the crumbs. See, that's in, if in our body politic. That's That's cancer. That's what cancer does. A cancer cell gets bigger and bigger, sucks up all the life until it kills the host. That's a cancer. And we, it's not about, oh, envy, you're envy. It's not about envy. It's about patriotism, loving this, this, the possibility of America. We can do it. Could you imagine? Sometimes I do think about what it would be like if this country was functioning as we hope it will? I mean, what would that look like? It would be be nice, wouldn't it? Be less stressful. Nobody has to needlessly die without health care. If you get sick, 
you can go to a doctor. And if you get really sick, you can, you'll be able to survive. You won't be on the street. You won't have to go on GoFundMe, which is a disgrace. I saw, uh, uh, speaking, I mean, uh, what else? What else was I saying? Oh, just having a functioning society where you could talk about things like critical race theory. Well, I mean, come on. This is, it's such an abomination what these right-wingers have done and are doing to this country from its inception. It's time for accountability. Haven't, how much, how many people have to die? How many civil wars or cold civil wars, or even pre-Civil uh, War Part Two, do we have to endure from these pricks? If they can't function in a multiracial society, which it's, it's, everything that they're saying and doing says they can't function, just passing laws against um, having a conversation critical race theory. that's what makes me so sick about them that what do you they can't even explain what critical race theory is they just know it triggers them little white l- triggering little snowflakes and i saw where was this i should have grabbed it i saw there was a rally some i think it was in texas rally against critical race theory and people were, they were holding signs. I'm, I'm so sick of these Republicans and their signs. There's, they, they're, don't, they're so stupid. Aren't, I mean, come on. You're stupid. You look like a dumb dumb. And they were, there's, all right, hold on. Rally against critical race theory. It's all coming to... Oh, hold on. The rally. Oh, wait. I think I missed a couple of Super Chats. Thank you, Robin M., for your Super Chat. And thank you, Errol Thomas, for your Super Chat. Errol Thomas writes, Hey, everybody. I'm watching from home. Not only that, Republic clowns remain lost and delusional as always. (laughs) Yes. All right, hold on a second. I'm trying to... Here, wait, wait, wait. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hold on. They got a. They got somebody with darker pigment to speak and um, against critical race theory. Hold on a second. Who is it? Of course they do. See... Isn't that weird? <laughs> how do, how, all right, let me just play this guy or show you this guy. Not play him. I wouldn't play him. Maybe in a, in a horror movie. All right, good morning, everyone. I'm your oh human God. shield. Our previous speaker, I didn't leave my hat in the car. <laughs> I'm a human shield for your bigotry. Here I am. Before I get to the, to the bulk of my remarks, I, I, this is one thing I want to say. Um, in the last election, Joe Biden said that if I didn't vote for him, I wasn't black. So I want to ask that lady over there with the sign that says white privilege is real, where's my privilege? 
I, I, I'm missing it. Where, where is it? Huh? What? So you're you're saying you're white and you don't have privilege because you're actually somebody with darker pig. I mean, woo! That's some deep ass thing. Talk about going down a Q hole. <laughs> yeah, white privilege is real, bitch. White privilege is real. Who is this person's relatives, please? Somebody, can somebody help him? I often wonder when I see one of these human shields, how do they go home to their family? If this is your cousin, your nephew, your brother, how do you, how do you face this person? You, I mean, and say, what's wrong with you? Where did we go wrong? <laughs> then where's my privilege? All right, so that's what you uh, you're proving us correct. Yeah, where's your privilege? You don't have it because you're not white. You're not white. You're a human shield. And if I was somebody with darker pigment and I was up there, I was up here spewing racist BS as the human shield. Guess what? I'd be on Fox News. They'd, I'd get Mer all that Mercer family money. Please. Enough of that. Um, I was invited here for two reasons. Because um, you are a human I shield. I actually live and in And you're Washington, a human shield. I live in the physical okay. of the District of Columbia. I live a mile from the U.S. Capitol. So I live with the alligators. So I was invited here, one, because I am an ordained minister. And you are... Like, okay? But two, I have been engaged in the fight for culture and this country for a number of years. Um, I served for four years as the senior vice chairman of the Republican Party in the District of Columbia. So I know what a fight looks like. Ugh. You should be ashamed of yourself. So going back to the, to the Reverend Hat... The first thing I want everyone to walk away from this gathering understanding is this. Race is an artificial construct. Yeah, I gotcha. All right. This is why the Republicans are insidious and dangerous, because it's like Tucker Carlson. We've played some Tucker Carlson clips on this show where he sounds like me for the first five minutes, and then the last five minutes he's he misdiagnoses the problem or the or the remedy i should say he deliberately distorts the remedy say oh the the united states gap between rich and poor is the widest in all the oecd nations the U u.s is least upwardly mobile blah, and on and on but his remedy, and I kid you not, the in the at least in the clip that we one of the clips that we played that time when we were d discussing it, is um, oh there were abortion clinics in um, neighborhoods where people have darker pigment. That's one of the reasons the United States is least upwardly mobile. And oh, affirmative action. That was another reason. 
they they know there's a problem but that's part of the divide and conquer strategy the problem is evident to all of us but they know that tickling racist funny bones to get them to to point their their misguided anger onto people who are they who are their fellow americans in the same boat that's the point race different races do not exist okay the concept of race was introduced into the hearts and minds of man by satan to create an artificial division within go. us so that he could step into the mix and create confusion it's it's not satan it's capitalism but same thing you see there they go misconstruing the remedy yeah race is a construct I say the same thing there is no there's only one race but that's why they the, the republicans they don't want us to get to that point where we're all just fellow americans promoting the general welfare they they don't want us to remedy the systemic and entrenched racist policies they don't even want us to have a discussion about it so here we go why are these people clapping if you want a biblical standard you can go back um, and look at noah and if that's not good enough you can go all the way back and look at adam and eve that's not real why don't you look at zeus and minerva you see what I'm saying? This is, it reminds me, actually, one time I was on Amazon Prime looking at videos or whatever, and I was looking at history videos because I wanted to watch a movie or something. And one of the movies, they had a historical, it wasn't historical, it was historical nonfiction. And it, they had Noah with, what's his name? From, uh, from uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> No, and I actually wrote a little, uh, I don't know if it was an email or something, I complained about it. What are you, what are you putting this um, myth in historical nonfiction? We have different cultures, we have different languages, we have different nationalities, but we are one race. Okay. That's what we would discuss in critical race theory. <laughs> So when anyone so, comes up with anything talking about racial theory, you understand just by definition, it's bunk. It's nonsense. Mm, now, when we get to critical really. race theory, we need to understand that this is just the latest iteration of what Marxists have been trying to do oh, in this country Marxists. for decades. Really? What's that? <coughs> They're clapping for. If you go they don't back and look at where it came from, it started with critical theory. Okay. We're talking now back in the '60s. Mm -hmm. Then it morphed into critical legal studies, okay. where it hit the law schools. Okay. And then they started teaching that nonsense there. Then it morphed into what we have now, which is this nonsense called critical race theory. Okay. Which tells us now that everyone is to be judged by the melanin Oops. content in their skin. No. Whether it is an overabundance or a lack. Mm, 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 mm. No, that's not what it says. No. That is nonsense. 
critical no that's not what it see this is why they suck if they actually took a a class um, oh well that's another thing they hate they hate taking classes in anything or diversity training or sometimes you have to do that if you're working for a corporation one of these right-wingers went on about how he he was so glad he didn't have to take diversity and, and inclusion training because that would be so bad, wouldn't it? To maybe open your mind to the fact that you're not the center of the universe. And guess what? Yeah, race is a construct, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We're trying to get there. We're, uh, people understand that. And it's not just, it's, it's uh, in our being. It's in our entire society. It's in our laws. Jesus Christ. Hold on a second. Let's keep going with this guy. I don't even know the guy's name. That's why I was looking. I don't want to play the whole thing, but looking for the guy's name but there because it reminded me i don't think this is the same guy where is it let's just play this for a second this fight is not a fight with flesh and blood we need uh-huh. to understand that. Let's talk about Noah. What we are fighting is a spiritual fight. Oh. And to those of you here in Loudoun County, I cannot commend you enough because what you have provided for the country is a roadmap for how to fight this thing. Yeah! We're not racist at all. Look at you. Critical we have race a human shield. cannot be fought and defeated at the federal level. Critical race theory has to be fought at the local level. Okay, whatever. We need to have people running for our school okay. from Loudoun County. I'll just so forward it up. Keep up the good fight. Okay. Critical race theory. Here's the thing. Heritage, that's the Heritage Foundation, which is a right-wing cesspool that funds the divide-and-conquer uh, strategies and morons it edu- it, it mis- misinforms the morons buys them buses so they can come to DC remember when Obama was elected with the most votes and they right after the election they were all funded to c- come to DC and uh, poop their diapers this is what the Heritage Foundation does. The grassroots, the fake, well, it's AstroTurf. That's what it's called. It's the fake-ass grassroots. The Heritage Foundation, this is from Media Matters. The Heritage Foundation's critical race theory expert is an extremist who thinks women should not hold jobs and is very concerned with virginity. And this is who they are. And, of course, he is somebody with darker pigment. They're not dumb. They're they're evil. They don't they don't have any qualms w- f- drumming up and find find well they don't have they don't have any problem finding human shields because they've they're well funded. And there have been human shields throughout history. There were human shields who 
were working against the civil rights movement. Everywhere we turn in our history, when the when we're trying to make a more perfect union, there have been conservatives, the backlash from conservatism, and they have found their human shields. I remember where was this? They were through a Freedom of Information request. There were some letters released from the FBI from. This, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was someone with darker pigment and he was fighting, uh, he was um, being paid by, um, I think he was being paid by, what's his name? You know, the Justice Department guy who wore the dress. What's his name? Oh, somebody on the chat, you know. But there, through this freedom of information request, there, these letters came out from this guy with darker pigment, and he was working in within the just for the Justice Department against the civil rights movement, and he was he was a mole, he was a plant, and the letters came out, and he was asking them for his money. He wanted, he's like, where's my where's my pay for being a human shield? So. Vody Bachman Jr. has a long record of espousing misogynistic, anti-LGBTQ and anti-Muslim and anti-science positions from, from uh, Media Matters. The featured speaker at an upcoming Heritage Foundation event titled Critical Race Theory, The Fault Lines of Social Justice, is a right-wing pastor named Vody Bachman Bachman? Am I saying that right? B-A-U-C-H-A-M? Bachman? Bachman? Junior? Who pushes the anti-Semitic trope of cultural Marxism. They, they couldn't define that either. It's like Hitler's eternal Jew. Everything is... Well, now it's Antifa, cultural Marxism, the Chinese Communist Party, and critical race theory. Oh, and Black Lives Matter insists on the importance of virgin brides, argues that women should not be vice presidential nominees, I wonder why, um, des- denies the existence of homosexuality because guess what? My gaydar just went off. He's gay. We know that. That's why he's so tormented. I'm going to put myself out on a limb. And, of course, we'll never be able to prove it until we... He he gets arrested with uh, some uh, some twink in a motel room smoking meth. He'll uh, if if everyone who's gay suddenly turned purple, he would be he would look like a Teletubby. That's that's my opinion. People who deny who are anti-gay and 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 who are just disgusting people. I mean, usually that's the, that is the telltale sign. They've done studies on anti, on homophobes. Homophobes are gay. So, all right. He denies the existence of homosexuality and claims the AIDS crisis was manipulated by the LGBTQ community for pity. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, we, we have no problem with that as far as you are concerned, right? Because you're not, you don't have any pity for anybody but yourself. 
Bacham, Bacham, I'm sorry, also considered former President Donald Trump immoral, but critical race theory, decades-old academic framework that investigates the ways in which, in which systemic racism affects modern society, is the latest boogeyman of the right-wing media and politicians who are using the term to demonize a wide spectrum of anti-racism efforts around the country. In fact, Heritage's first supposed expert on critical race theory, Christopher Rufo, recently bragged that his incessant efforts to push a negative framing of the term into right-wing media were unprincipled were a unprincipled misinformation campaign to put all the various cultural insanity this is a quote under the the brand under that brand category he said the ultimate goal is to have the public read something crazy in the newspaper and immediately think critical race theory and here we go see we can't have a more perfect union forget having a truth and reconciliation commission everything that these any well any time we get anywhere near that um, that kind, a, a society that recognizes the racist ass history, the, the, they're going to jump up with critical race theory. And it's like the fake news mantra. Anytime the truth hits their brains, they'll hear Twitter going fake news, fake news, fake news. So... This is to prevent us from the, the, the things that we need to do to have a functioning democratic republic. You see, the, when the, by the time the conservatives are done, we will be um, a, uh, an entrenched serfs and lords type society, and they'll be behind the walls of their gated communities, and we'll be out here um, fighting over the scraps. While the Hamburglar and his wife, you know, those those two with the gun, you know, well, well, the morons are waving misspelled signs and and automatic weapons. <sighs> so Bacham posted on social media that he was opposed to Donald Trump, but he is adamant about his sexist views of the role of women in society, including his belief that women should not hold political office. Well, isn't that interesting? You you wouldn't see the Republicans try to actually have a discussion about uh, any critical race theory, race theory, critical or not. The, The Heritage Foundation would never invite an actual scholar on the issue to come and educate them. They wouldn't call, uh, like, Tan, Tanana, what's his name? Tanahazi Coates. Sorry for my terrible butchering. Hold on a second. What the hell? Guys, this is Tara Devlin. That is the end of the Progressive Voices show. Oh, my God. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. You can listen to the rest of the show at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. Also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Rockfin. We will win because we're on the right side of history. Decency, dignity, democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. We stick together. We win. 
Remember that. I'll see you soon. By fast. It's not even. It's not over. Mamma mia. Well, I I wasn't even going to talk about that. I didn't even see. That's what happens sometimes. That's why the show is sort of. That's why it's called Terror Buster, <laughs> because I will prepare another show and then all of a sudden uh, this show happens. So. Hold on a second. There are a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Let's get off that for a second. but Because we'll, it will never end. We will get back on it and it will always be um, in our topic of conversation. But a couple of things. This is why... Here, let me, let me play or show you this or talk about this. Reuters says there's an investigation. Trump-inspired death threats are terrorizing election workers. And it goes into what we were talking about in the beginning of the show. This is why you, we must have accountability. This is what happens when you're, there's no accountability for traitors. They get emboldened. It's like the end of the Civil War. There's no accountability? Huh? Okay, so let's form up into a terrorist, domestic terrorist organization and and uh, inflict murder, death, mayhem on Americans for the next however hundred years? This country has been um, completely failing at being a more perfect union for uh, since its inception. So what what everything that we talk about everything that we need to do that's why it's these universal health care, universal higher education, taxing the rich so they can't become our our lords, well so we can knock them off their perch at this point, and have a functioning democratic republic, a multiracial democratic republic, all of this requires accountability. And it requires the ingredients of success. It's not about, I mean, you don't have to reinvent things. That's the other thing that drives me insane about the Republicans or just listening to politicians in general. They talk about, oh, we bring some new ideas. What new ideas? We don't need any new ideas. We, we have plenty of good ideas, the old ideas that work. Let's just do them. Like taxing the rich at 90% marginal tax rate. How about um, old ideas like... I don't know. I don't know if they're uh, this. What idea? Hold on a second. Hold on. Mwah. Sit down. He's sitting on the keyboard again. What ideas? Oh, new ideas. New ideas. How to trick? Oh, it's all about ideas. How to screw us? That's it. You don't need fifty whatever thousand pages of a health care bill. For example, you just need 
to have the stomach and the courage and the will to do ex- what's needed, what's right. So, uh, anyway, whatever. So here's the, uh, the uh, this is what we're up against. The, the violent terrorist mob. The anti-democratic violent terrorist mob that have no interest in democracy. How much longer are we going to take it? And I, wa- I often wonder if they had dragged General friggin' Lee, the traitor, out of the, is it Appomattox? Appomattox. Yes, that was, I was right. The town of Appomattox. That's where Lee surrendered to Grant. If they had dragged his ass out in chains and shackles and put his ass, let him rot in jail. Okay, you don't want to execute him? Let him rot. But not even, uh, they needed to come down on the traitors like the hammer. To, to crush them, crush all of every cell, every domestic terrorist cell. That's what needed to happen. Because here we are. These pricks are emboldened. They've always been emboldened because they know they're going to get away with it. Because they have always gotten away with it. They could take up arms against the United States. They could storm the Capitol. They could do that again and again. They can be, they could just be the traitors they want to be because here we go, here come the Democrats, here come the progressives, the the liberals, the so-called left, always reaching out, reaching across the aisle, bipartisan, bipartisan. I, I was thinking the other day when I was watching corporate media and I was thinking, they, they're going on about a bipartisan, bipartisan, bipartisan. Of course, because of Joe Manchin and the traitor and Dianne Feinstein. I mean, get the hell out of here, Dianne Feinstein. I mean, really, come on. But they're talking about bipartisan. I wondered if somebody who has access to, um, like, LexisNexis or some media, media tool that can do that could do a search, but do a search about when, like, for example, when Democrats are in the minority and you have Republicans in, in power and in, in the majority, despite receiving fewer votes, of course, uh, how much the, the Republicans and the media go on about bipartisanship. I would s- speculate it's about... No, it's it's about zero percent of the time, I would imagine, because they don't care. Bipartisanship never makes the list. It's not a concern. No one is, no Republican is pining to be bipartisan with the Democrats. In fact, they go home to their traders and they talk about how much they're they're sticking it to the libs which also means that they hate their fellow Americans and that they are unfit. I mean, it's the, isn't this simple? It's that easy. So when you don't crush the domestic terror, when you don't crush the traitors, they get emboldened. They've been emboldened. But look at, look at what happened. 
that great that that war of northern aggression they were able to walk home free no consequences so they could walk home and then they can pick up they didn't have to pick up their arms they were given their arms and they could meet up and form up their their first meeting of the domestic terrorist organization and get to work being the domestic terrorists they've always been the anti-american anti-democratic domestic terrorists who when all else fails resort to violence and maybe not even when all else fails because they don't have the patience they don't have the moral fiber to function in the democracy because that takes that takes maturity that takes um that takes compassion care that takes being aligned with principles with with uh, that a bigger purpose a larger purpose not just yourself or your rich pals but here comes the the dum-dums here we go this um uh, from reuters linda so writes oh and they also put a disclaimer this story contains offensive language late on the night of april 24th the wife of george's top election official got a chilling message a text message you and your family will be killed very slowly a week earlier, Trisha Raffensberger, the wife of Secretary of State Brad Raffensberger, had received another anonymous text, because that's how they are. They type so tough behind the veil of anonymity, because they're, they're filthy cowards that lack any other, any of the moral, ethical, spiritual fiber and foundation required to function in a free democratic society. So, prove me wrong. Please, I would like to be proven wrong. It would be a relief, but no. We plan for, the, this is the text says, we plan for the death of you and your family every day. Now, isn't that a good person? That's a wonderful Christian, no doubt. It just wants to make America great again, don't you know? Those messages, which have not been previously reported, illustrate the continuing barrage of threats and intimidation against election officials and their families months after twitler lost the election while reports of threats against georgia officials emerged in the heated weeks after voting reuters interviews with uh with much more than a dozen election officials and top officials and a review of the disturbing texts voicemails and emails that they and their families received reveal the previously hidden breath and severity of the menacing tactics well why wasn't this released immediately with the 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 people's well if they when when possible with their names and there are ways the fbi the law enforcement can find out who these traitors are i don't know you would think that you want to protect the people who work in your government, the government that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us, that being someone in government, making, uh, following the Constitution, they take an oath to the Constitution, 
I, these these traders always have their constitutions in their pocket. But just like critical race theory, they might as well use it as toilet paper. They don't know what, what the hell it is. They're just dumb. They don't like democracy. They, they, they don't like America. They like being a, a bully. Oh, they appreciate that. But other than that, please, the liberal age of enlightenment, throwing off a, a, a king who thinks that being, uh, being the, 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 the lord, the top of the heap is his birthright? Who the hell does that sound like? Regardless of whether this is an inept or moronic doable, the thing about the at least the kings and the queens, they would have to get education. Unlike Twitler. All right. Um, Trump's relentless false claims that the vote was rigged against him has sparked a campaign to terrorize election officials nationwide. This should this should be unacceptable. And all, as all Americans, all patriotic Americans should be appalled by this. And we should all um, want the, the perpetrators of this terrorism brought to justice. This is it's harassment. It's terrorism. It's, it's unacceptable. You can't have decent people working in government when the traitors are constantly threatening them. We we're we're in big trouble here. <sighs> it's not uh, just enough to name them and shame them. They're not being named, of course. These traitors. They're because they're cowards. They're anonymous. But it's not just enough to write about them and Reuter. There has to be accountability, just like for Twitler. He can't keep going on with the lie. Republicans can't keep going on with the lie. There has to be. If that's your baseline, if you're spreading the big lie, that has to, that has to be somewhat... Uh, that has to be... I mean, I'm thinking something that would get you expelled from Congress if this were a functioning society. So Trump's relentless false claim... Yes, I wrote, read that. The, the intimidation has been particularly severe in Georgia, where Raffensperger and other Republican election officials refuted Trump's stolen election claims. That's the only thing. That was the only thing standing between us and a coup that a few Republicans wouldn't go along with the grift. The ongoing harassment could have, could have far-reaching implications for future elections by making the already difficult task of recruiting staff and poll workers much harder. In an exclusive, exclusive interview, Trisha Raffensperger spoke publicly for the first time about the threats to her family and shared the menacing texts. Raffensperger, Trisha 65, and Brad 66 began receiving death threats almost immediately after Trump's surprise loss in Georgia. Oh, it's a surprise when people vote, Republicans lose, as they always do. Conservatives 
because conservatism sucks and everybody knows it except when you're a moron and a racist. She canceled regular weekly visits in her home with two grandchildren, age three and five, and and the, the, the children of her eldest son, Brenton, who died from a drug overdose in 2018. Oh, I'm sure they used that against them. Oh, uh, oh you know what I remembered, actually? I Because we were talking about the other day that that um, Republican prick who uh, who loves Ayn Rand, and he was harassing me, mo- mocking me as a uh, recovering addict, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? I mean, he mocks himself. He shames himself. But uh, then I remembered that years ago, my mother died in, in the year 2010, and my father died. They both, it was a horrible year for me. My mother died, and then exactly three months later, my father died, and then exactly three months later, Tara Jr. the first died, my, my, my number one son. So it was a bad year, and for some, I guess I was on Republican Dirty Tricks. I wrote um, taking a, a break or something because of I, my mother died and I need to deal with this. And I received mostly c- condolences from people who read the blog at the time. It was just my blog. and But I never forget that I got a hate letter from some Republican who mocked my mother and said, I'm so glad she's dead. And when I, I, I was, I was not surprised because they're, they're vile, but yeah, I guess I was a little surprised. I don't know. It's just, they shame themselves. That's it. They're just not decent people. So who does this? You see, what, would, what, what people, what we would do, what normal people do when they lose elections is they regroup. That's what we do. This is the problem with, with uh, us thinking that they are like us. They're not. They're not regrouping, licking their wounds, or coming up with another strategy, knock on some more doors, or maybe let's adjust our policies that they're not just turning the United States into the United States of serfs and lords. Let's try to be less racist. Let's not be the the ugly bottom feeders, lick spittle sycophants of the wannabe dictator with the fake university and a pension for sexual assault. Let's try to be more um, egalitarian or whatever. They don't do that. They go straight to the dirty tricks. That's what they are. That's what they do. That's what they've been taught. And it, they, they, their, their behavior speaks volumes to it they're not out there what what would you see what would we be doing we wouldn't be texting these these people you and your family should be killed very slowly i know that the republicans like to like to spread that bullshit that oh the left and the right both sides both sides but bullshit bullshit no, it's not both sides. It's one side. One side is filthy, violent, vile, 
scummy, fascist pricks, racist. And the other side, although not perfect, but we're not, we're not that. What do we do? We knock on door. What happened? Oh, we lost. Despite receiving the most votes, I guess we'll have to regroup and do our little postmark. What? 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 Where did we go wrong? Oh, we must have gone wrong when we dis- when we promoted health care for all. That's it. We must have gone wrong when we d- wanted to make I don't know more perfect union. By ensuring that fifteen that people could earn a living goddamn wage. That's where we went wrong. It was just too left. It was too far gone. Jesus Christ. Holy Christ. That's where we went wrong. Trying to ensure that the United States survives. By having a, a government and a, and a society that works for more than just the 1%. We must have just alienated all of those fascists. We were trying to reach them with our, um, with our policies that's, that kick down. You know, we want to kick down too. That's what, the, that's what the corporate Dems go on. See, we'll kick them down a little bit. See kicked down but they weren't listening the fascists the little the little flying monkeys they weren't listening because they were too busy not they weren't knocking on doors or regrouping they were too busy writing please pray we planned for the death of you and your family every day i'm sorry Oh, that must be a Christian. Oh, it must be because the address was America at Jesus dot com. Oh, this is one from murder at Raffensburger dot com. Keep opposing the audit of Fulton County 2020 election ballot. And somebody in your family is going to have a very unfortunate accident. Oh, that sounds like somebody who is really into democracy, doesn't it? Sounds like somebody that wants to make a more perfect union and promote the general welfare, right? Let's get some, some legislation that will appeal to them. Because maybe we haven't, we were too much. We were, it was just too much for that one when we proposed ensuring that people don't needlessly die without health care. That when you get sick, you can go to a doctor or when you need a day off you can get one without having to go to a food bank after two weeks missing a paycheck you don't end up on the balls of your ass on the street somewhere because we're the richest country on earth we would we went too far trying to appeal we should you know really rein that in because maybe the guy who wrote uh, you and your family will be killed slowly we just, we missed reaching that person. Oh my God. You see what I'm saying? Well, this is why. This, they're hopeless. They're irredeemable. Yes, Terry Jr. <laughs> he doesn't care. He just wants to be pet. He thinks my hand is just an object for petting. 
Oh, God, help me. All right, Errol Thomas, thank you. Oh, I read your super chat already, but I want to thank you again. Hi, everybody. I'm watching from home. Not only that, Republic clowns remain lost and delusional as always. And of course, I have to I have to remark again, Jeffrey, the giraffe won the super chat tonight. Thank you so much. And M. David Sohabri. Sohabri, did I pronounce that right? I'm sorry if I didn't. Five. I mean, uh, five. High five. Thank you for your super chat. And Garfield, thank you for your super chat. Garfield writes, hi, Tara. End chat room. Oh, my God. Do you understand? You do. You you do understand. And I see Drew, and I see... I see you, Junior. I see Anthony. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. All right. Do we understand what we're up against? All right. Before we continue or end, the show's going to end it two hours tonight so become a patron at patreon.com slash tara devlin so we can have a daily show at a set time i will try to do as many shows as possible during the week just to get together and keep the liberal message going got to keep the show going and growing my, that's my goal to have a daily show at a set time but you know we're up against the mercer family money what can you do keep doing it anyway but there's a couple of things i just wanted to say we were talking about that guy this the other day one of the republicans his name is mike nearman who we were i played the video of he's an oregon state representative republican of course from uh, traderville and he he let a bunch of rioters, one of, a bunch of traitors, not rioters, they're traitors, insurrectionist traitors. He let them into the Capitol when it was closed because of COVID restrictions. And th- there is, this is kind of a good news story, I suppose, because he was expelled from the, um, from the chamber or the, from, he was expelled. Wait, hold on. Like you see, I had the damn thing. But I wanted to play, here's this traitor. See, because he's a coward and a traitor, as all Republican, as conservatives are, the, the traitor, when confronted with his actions, letting these insurrectionists into the, into the, into the, into the Capitol where they caused mayhem, and the police had to kick them out. I mean, people could have been killed, of course, but Republicans don't care. And he was—he—he he denied it. He's a because he's a coward. He wants his cushy job back. But then this video surfaced of him talking to the traitors. Setting up Operation Hall Pass, which I don't know anything about, and if you accuse me of knowing something about it, I'll deny it. But there would be some person's cell phone, which might be not. That is just random numbers that I speak of. That's not anybody's actual cell phone. And if you say, I'm at the West entrance during a session and text to that number there, that somebody might exit that door while you're standing there. I don't know anything about that. I don't have anything to do with that. And 
If I did, I wouldn't say that I did. Ha 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 ha. Ain't he... Ain't he cute? Isn't he clever? He found a way to wiggle it out of trace. That's what he thinks? That we're all a bunch of more... Well, he does think that. I guess we've... We've proven that, oh, well, maybe there's some plausible deniability there that when he said he was giving random numbers, he was actually giving out his phone number. And when he said that if somebody texted that random series of numbers that they would be led into the, into the, into the Capitol to cause mayhem, that was all just coincidence. Well, thankfully, his fellow lawmakers got rid of him. This is a traitor. See, that's how you do it. All of them. I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't... Was he arrested, this guy? I think he was arrested. That's right. He didn't show up for court. But... So, in January, footage emerged showing that far-right rioters... No, traitors, who stormed the Oregon Capitol weeks before the insurrection in D.C. had help getting in, namely Rep. Republican Rep. Mike Neerman, who opened the door. Neerman was criminally charged in April, but steadfastly refused to resign, because being a Republican means never saying you're sorry, even when the new video was released showing that he was coaching the rioters ahead of time. Now... The Oregon House has taken the unprecedented step of expelling him. On Thursday, Neerman, 57, became the first lawmaker to be kicked out of the state house thanks to a nearly unanimous vote. Neerman himself cast the sole no vote in a 59 to 1 tally. See, that there is some hope. I'm surprised. I was when I read that, I was so actually surprised that the it didn't come the vote did not come down to party lines all the republicans voted to kick this prick out of the out of um you know the legislature Neerman's ouster is the latest clash between state parties and members tied to extremist movements like Lauren Boebert, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, like Lua Gohmert, all of Paul Gosar, Josh Harl, all of them, Ted Cruz. These people should be expelled. You get it? And let them cry that they're being picked on or this is a coup. No, let them cry it. But then put their asses in jail. But that's why the the fascists have done to us what they've done to us. Why Mitch McConnell is the gravedigger of American democracy because of all their dirty tricks, stacking the courts and infesting our civil service with traitors. That's how uh, all republics fall. So, here's Louis Gohmert. Speaking, I mean, speaking of Louis Gohmert. The night before January. He's talking about the Capitol riot and still, still, in spite 
of all truth, of everything we know, of the FBI, of the their own goddamn lie, lion eyes. Still, Louis Gohmert is spreading spreading a lie that it wasn't Trump supporters who stormed the Capitol. It was Antifa. January 5th, that evening, I was talking to Capitol Police officers, and I said, you know, let's face it, uh, most of the conservatives that come, they don't have any intention of being violent. And they said, well, we've been briefed today that uh, there's a good bit of, uh, it's understood, online activity, that there are people that are going to be coming that hate Trump, but they're going to dress up in red, MAGA, Trump, paraphernalia to try to blend in and cause trouble. They're going to dress up in red, MAGA. Tr- Nobody has that fucking energy. We're too busy trying not to die without health care in this country. Yeah, we're going to dress up. You know what? You know what? We'll, we'll really get them. We'll dress up like them because they're so beautiful and benevolent otherwise, right? See, if we dressed up like Trump supporters, that might actually give off the impression that they're decent people. Because liberals don't behave like that. That they're no, that all of the sudden, if we dressed up like Trump supporters, it would be the best PR that the Trump supporters ever had. Because maybe then... They, people would be walking around with these stupid fascist, the update of the brown shirt, red hat. And then people would say, oh, wow, I thought these Trump supporters were morons. But they, they are completely decent people and they're well informed. Look at that. And they're not wedded to lies and they're not Q-sucking sycophants. Look at that. So, yeah, you wish that we, that normal people would dress up like Trump supporters because the, the, the ones who are running around are a bunch of fascist, traitor, goddamn moron insurrectionists. Q, QAnon holes. Q holes. Oh, my God. For example, let's just finish the show, wrap it up with this. I only have a minute left, so... QAnon followers think a cicada landing on Biden might be a veiled communication from Q. So some QAnon conspiracy theorists are fixating on the fact that one of the cicadas landed on President Biden. And in a June 9th video of Biden swatting the cicada away, it's circulated on QAnon forums and group chats and led some followers to wonder if this was a sign from Q. This is what we're dealing with. That's why they have no interest in democracy, because it's way over their heads. Just like like I've said forever, democracy is um, America, patriotism, e pluribus unum. It's way over their heads. God, and we will keep on fighting them through the liberal media, and this is it. We need the liberal media, so thank you for your support. 
Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. And remember, we will win. They know it. That's why they have to behave like this. We will win. Because we're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy, and humanity. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. I'll see you really soon. All right. Friends, Romans and countrymen, except for Roman, that guy name, his name is Roman, ironically enough, which I don't like. He should change it because I don't like it. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you so much for all your support, your super chats, your friendship, your love, your encouragement. Yes, he was a state rep. Yep, yep, yep. And let's try to do a show um, Monday. What do you think? Become a, Somebody become a patron on Monday. And we'll do a show on Monday night. How's about that? We have so much more to talk about. Jesus Christ. Do we ever? All right, friends, 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 guys, guys. And there's Mark, our millennial correspondent, on the chat. Mark will be on the show soon because Mark has his own show. And we're going to talk about his own show. And I need to talk to the youth of this country. I need to know what I mean. I don't know. I need to know what's going on with the youth. How we can organize, organize, organize and get this country. Make this country some a place that deserves Mark and the rest of us. All right, my friends. You're the best. Listen, listen, listen. Why don't we... Tell your friends about Tara Buster. Give the show a good review on iTunes if you haven't already. That helps. Share the show with your friends. All right, you know, I'm sorry. Okay, guys, listen up. I'm just going to stop the show right now. I swear it's coming. The show is going to stop. And I want to thank everybody for hanging out again. And thank you for all your super chats. You're incredibly generous, Super Chats. Especially Jeffrey Giraffe. He won the Super Chat tonight. He won. Um, It blows me away, guys. But we need it. That's it. We do. It does. It takes money to do these shows. It does. To keep the everything, the restream, the everything. The friggin' everything takes money. All right, guys. Listen up. I keep saying listen. I'm sorry. Let's just stop the show. My name is Tara Devlin. You know that. And hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I'll see you soon. One day at a time. I'll see you very, very soon.